Hello everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of the Pisgah Podcast, where two out of three of our hosts are currently dead and or unavailable. So, as you guys heard, Cameron and Nathan are unavailable today, so today we have um, Jonathan, would you like to say your name? Chino. And our other host? Hey, it's, it's, uh, Gavin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, should we just pull a Phil DeFranco and just jump into it? Let's just jump right into it. Oh. Okay, so, all right, all right. as you probably heard, uh, today's topic is how have things from your early childhood affected who you are today. So... You see, it all started when I was born. And being born made me the person I am today. (laughs) Amen. He's got a point. Um... I mean... (sighs) I think, like, for me personally... You know, I was born at a very young age, so... (laughs) Oh, I see. (laughs) I don't know if you can relate, but... Oh, no, man, I can't. (laughs) Gavin was born at a height of 14. Yeah, Yeah, no. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Gavin is really tall. Yeah, I'm like, I'm at least five foot. Yeah, no. you should tell everyone you're barely six foot to make everyone else feel really small. Five <laughs> eleven, Matt. <laughs> tell everyone you're five eleven. I'm five eleven. <laughs> not at that threshold, though. Quarter. Not at that like ideal height. It's just like half an inch shorter. Yes. No, but in all seriousness, um. I've always thought it, like, made up a lot of who you are, um, what you like, what you like to do, um, what your interests yeah. are, um, it all affects, it all affects your personality and how you think, and obviously I've always, what you do. I've always heard that, like, the first five years are crucial for development, I understand that now, because the reason is, like, you think about it, a kid in those first five years, they don't know anything. So that's why they imitate everything. Because, you know, like, they're to recognize patterns. And so when you don't have any information that you own, per se, you're literally just soaking up everything. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, for me personally, it's crazy. Because... I'm a big, big Star Wars fan, and I got that from when I was a little kid. But, like, what goes hand-in-hand with that is that, like, they always used to play the third one on, like, Fox. And so I would always watch it whenever it came on. And so, like, it got me really interested in the Star Wars movies. So then I would, like, look up everything I could find about them on YouTube and whatnot. And eventually I stumbled across these documentaries about how, like, they made 
the franchise. I was like, whoa, that's so cool. So then pair that like hand in hand with the fact that I was really into YouTube. I mean, I think I've said it before. I've, I've been using YouTube actively since like 2008 when I was like four. Oh yeah, same. So. Not me, not so, me. Yeah, like. Like back in the day, it was all like Windows Movie Maker. Big, big type of content back then was for some reason Lego stop motions. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm, they're called brick films. And so, sort of like pair that hand in hand. And now I have a hobby of making stop motions. And then that grows into a hobby of making videos. And like now I'm like pursuing colleges that have a good filmmaking program. Yeah, I I didn't grow up like that. Um, we didn't have a lot of technology. Uh, my dad had a computer uh, for work, and that was about it. And so, like most of my life, I just grew up like that one kid that like wore like Skechers to the age of. Like, Skechers were lit, man. I don't know what you're Honestly, yeah. had a bus cut. I'll take Velcro straps like, any day. Yo, same. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I didn't grow up with a lot of technology, so it didn't really affect who I was as a person because I didn't really know that was a thing. Yeah. Until I was like twelve. <laughs> like I ne- okay. Um, weird thing, but I never watched any of the Star Wars movies until like maybe this year, or last year. Oh no, dude. And I'm still okay. Here's the crazy thing I was a Star Wars fan for the longest time, right? And you used to play it on Fox, uh-huh. like I said, but I never saw the movie in its entirety. I never saw a Star Wars movie in its entirety until I was like 13. But I was like a fan of the series for like seven years before that. It was such a surreal experience being like so engrossed. Like, I can like list off like so many pieces of trivia and like so many things about like how they made the series, but I could not like I had not seen in a single movie in its entirety. Yeah, like I would go to like go on the book fair. Yes, the book fairs. Like the Scholastic book fair, I would go and I would only buy Star Wars related books. <laughs> like and in the library, I would find like. Um, before like 2012, when uh, Disney took over Star Wars, there was still like the like the canonical like side. Oh, the, the like, EU, like all that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I basically got a lot of them, and I started reading them. I still have a couple at home, and like I would read those, but I'd never seen the movie. Origami Yoda is my favorite expanded <laughs> universe. <laughs> I forgot that existed. Like honestly, I we'll, we'll be, I've like, read the like fortune teller. Oh, uh, it's Oregon Yoga, and then it's the fortune Wookie. What was the third one? It was something about Luke. yeah. I remember. No, that. Luke never got a book. Really? Um, was it Vader? No. It was yeah, Vader. Vader was the second one. It was paint, dark paper. The yeah, fortune Wookie. Then it was Art Two D Two, which was like a how-to book. Then I think they did, it was like Princess Leia, and then Emperor Pickle Team. <laughs> I turned myself into a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, 
I used to see those all the time. Like, there's a bookstore, like, really close to where I live, and they would just have those lined up in the windows. It was like, they sold more of those than they probably did books. That's crazy. I remember I got really disappointed when I first read the video books because I was like, wait a minute. This isn't about Star Wars. It's just a bunch of middle schoolers who have Star Wars finger puppets. What a ripple. And then I read the entire series. Like, this is a ripple. And then I proceeded to buy every single last copy of every single book. I have a, I still have a ton of Diary of a Wimpy Kid books. Oh, I... Oh my gosh. Isn't, it, isn't he still making them? Yeah, he still is. Yes, he's still That's crazy. How many he diaries is. does this kid have? <laughs> like, my man's been going through middle school for like... I know. Years. Like, what in the world? Timmy Turner. Timmy, like, there's like three of them in my closet right now because it's so messy in there. Um, one of them is from like... 2012 I think and it's really beat up the other one is like I don't even know because I've never read it because it's my brother <laughs> it's like lime green oh, like light green. oh that one and I have no idea he what started it is, getting really I stopped ex- reading them after the purple yeah. one uh, the, the purple, purple one. one was that the ugly truth yeah it's yeah. one with the egg I stopped reading the, the egg. egg the egg Rally on a leash. When you read extensively as a little kid, but then you stop dead in your tracks when you hit older. I can kind of relate. Dude, like, I used to read so much, and honestly, I have no idea what happened. Yeah, no, I I used to read so much, and that's partially like why I'm like a nerd, but or whatever. But like, I kind of hit a gap when I hit when I got like my first like actual console that wasn't like a Wii or whatever and then I just I really just stopped reading but like the past three years I've picked up I think um, what happened is uh what's, what had happened was what had happened in what had first happened through fourth grade we had teachers that like because I went to you know Christian school so like you had one teacher that taught you everything and those teachers for those four grades they encourage reading so much. Oh, in kindergarten and pre-K too, because I went to pre-K. And then in kindergarten, from like pre-K to fourth grade, I had teachers that were like heavily encouraging reading. And then like in fifth grade, I just had like teachers who like couldn't care less whether or not you were reading. Like they wouldn't encourage it, but if you did it in your own time, that was great. But they wouldn't really like provide what you had to make time for it. And so that just, like, kind of, like, crushed the habit before it could, like, grow into a lifelong thing. Hmm. I remember pulling all-nighters to finish books. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, my parents were actually concerned because, like, I'd be up when they were going to work. And, um, they realized I wasn't sleeping. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen. And they were like since. really concerned because I had like a dinky little flashlight under the covers. Oh my so I gosh! Read above the covers. I cannot I tell you how many nights. Every two minutes for air. I cannot tell you how many nights I would spend under the covers to dim the light coming off of the 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, that's another thing. I didn't get like a Wii or an Xbox or a 3DS. I had a Game Boy, and my parents ended up throwing that away. Oh, rip. Sometimes I just pictured them like chucking it. It was more or less like they didn't give me games. It's empty. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> and like eventually, it was just like just two of them just sitting in a drawer and I never saw them again. I really want to find them and just see what was on them because it's probably nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. This dude. I was talking about Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Did you know that they actually made like a diary in that style? What? What? So like... They made, like, a diary that looked like the actual, like, prompt from the movie. Like, without all the little, like, things that look like notebook paper he ripped out and taped onto it. Oh! Um, it was just, like, a straight-up diary. And so I bought it, and because it was red, I was like, hmm. So I got, like, a bunch of, like, construction paper, and I made it look like the journal from Gravity Falls. <laughs> I still have it. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Gravity Falls. Uh-huh. And then they just made Gravity then Falls. they just made a real Gravity Falls journal. I'm one of the instead. one of the worst financial decisions of my entire life oh, I yes, probably made on Gravity them. Falls. Yes. I bought the stupid hundred and fifty dollar book for I mean oh, yeah, no. if you don't want it, <laughs> take it. It's, we'll gladly take it off your hands. <laughs> it's got it's got the best uh, number on it too because they only make like ten thousand of them. I got, I kid you not, I got number sixty nine. Nice, nice, dude. Speaking of Gravity Falls, Gravity Falls is like the. Oh, I thought you were gonna say speaking of. 69. <laughs> <laughs> no, speaking of Gravity Falls, um, that was like the first time in my entire life that I actually like was part of a fandom and felt it because I was big into Star Wars but I wasn't big I never like saw the extent of the online community for Star Wars but like with Gravity Falls that was when I was part of a franchise that was alive and well that was still ongoing and that had a very like viewable online presence. I was like that. That was like I think that was like watching the show for like three years. Because I came in like right around the time that like season two was a quarter of the way done. But what ended up happening is that like instead of having a set schedule for episodes to come out, they just straight up release them whenever they were done in like bursts so they made five dropped five and then like the finale was I think a three-parter oh yeah yeah it was the finale was a three-parter but like for television purposes since the third part was one hour they divided that two so technically it's four now oh yeah yeah, for televised purposes, it divided the third part in half because it was one hour. So now it's four parts. But, like, the third part, like, didn't come out until, like... I think part two it, came out in, like, November. The third part came out in, like, like February of the next yeah. year. Yeah, no, I remember watching the, um... 
life because like i yes i was in seventh grade and i was like mm-hmm. i've cleared any actually maybe i was an eight i don't know but i like cleared anything i had off my schedule just to watch gravity falls and i like i don't regret it i don't have i didn't have anything on my schedule at the time so i just like plop my my little butt on the couch and uh i was there for a while yeah it was <clears throat> it was a good show. It's so weird now because I kept up with most of the cartoons from that era because I really liked Clarence and Gumball. And it's been so weird. I, I feel really bad because I thought Gumball was weird because um, oh, it is weird. I would see it on TV, but you know, like those places where like TV has no sound but just subtitles. Oh, oh yeah, like, restaurants and stuff. I would see it there. And sometimes it wouldn't have subtitles, and when that would happen, it just doesn't make sense. So I, re- I wrote it off as, like, being, like, stupid. I, it kind of started out that way, but, I mean, every show from that era kind of started off that way. Yeah, they really found their own voice, and, like, yeah. it's yeah. crazy, like, the stuff they got away with saying. Yeah. I think there's a whole bit where, like, they, they get jobs at a bank... And someone comes in trying yeah. to rob the bank, and they're like, they start putting the money in the guy's bag, and like, what are you doing? We're the bank. You're supposed to rob him. Give me your mortgage. <laughs> like, no, I have children. That watch looks nice. Hands over. Please, I have children. Good, we'll come for them next. <laughs> Put your dignity in the bag. <laughs> oh man. No, but. No, like, adding on to that, like, there was an episode, like, closer to the end of the uh, series that they, like, went on a whole SJW ranch, and I honestly was shocked that even got aired. Oh, yes. Wait, what? Yes. Like, he just, he's, like, trying to, like, I don't even know what he's doing, but I think he's just, like, trying to prove that somebody isn't, like, as nice as they really are or something. So he uses, like... SJW arguing logic to try and like defeat them and they're like I don't even know what they're saying but like I only, I remember like one line specifically where it's like I'm sure you've been talk to your doctor I think he and he's like he are you saying that only males can be doctors oh I remember this I remember this the funny is that like a lot of people in the community actually ended up getting mad which is exactly what they were prodding them into What is it? Did you see that? Oh, what's his name? Salty DK Dan. He's a YouTuber that like reacts to like really weird stuff with his friends, and he wanted to perform a social experiment just to like prove how stupid cancel culture is. So he canceled himself. (laughs) He like told all of his subscribers and everyone who follows him on Twitter, everyone, please just start tweeting out ominous, vague tweets. At saying hashtag salty is cancelled party or something and it worked they almost got to like number one in trending and then like Ariana Grande dropped her new single <laughs> it was fantastic man I'll never forgive like my parents for well I will <laughs> but like they convinced me that like I what was it like Bakugan like those oh, oh. they convinced me that was satanic what i know like i woke up one morning and i was like i'm gonna watch this 
and I watched it, and then, like, they walked into, like, the living room, and they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm watching this show. And they, like, sat me down and had a whole conversation to me about why it was bad. One time my mom printed off, like, an entire, like, article she found on Facebook and read it off to my brother about why Pokemon was satanic. (laughs) And the only two reasons I can remember, the only two reasons she gave that I can remember are that, like, the full name is Pocket Monsters, and Monsters is a synonym for demons. And in Japan, there was a mysterious episode that gave kids seizures, which I don't even know has to do with satanicism. It's just they accidentally made a poor creative decision, which was to have explosions represented by rapid changing colors. Rapid flashing colors. I mean, but that was common for anime in, like, the 90s. Yeah, so... Yeah. It was a stylistic thing. No, I like. I remember even hearing like them referred to as like pocket, like pocket devils or pocket demons. Monsters. <laughs> Same with Gravity Falls. Oh actually. shoot! Yeah. Like the second they saw Bill, they were like. <laughs> you know he's named after a dollar. Yeah. yeah. It took me a while. But yeah, Man. yep, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Man. I remember like being little. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like music was like a big emphasis. Yes. Like had a big emphasis in my life. Y'all ever go to like like third grade recorder class? Yes. <laughs> I think I still have mine, actually. I still have mine like for sure. Like, I, I, had, I saw it the other day. Can I just say, in what universe, like, what are you supposed to be doing to make a recorder sound good? Apparently, like, my, my uh, music teacher, she showed us, like, professional recorder players. Do they sound good? <laughs> they sounded good, because of course they would. Anyways, like, they were going, like, a mile a minute, because, like, their fingers would have to do, like, weird shapes. It wasn't, like... The like regular things. Oh that they yeah, they wouldn't you, use like, like the normal finger movements and develop. No, they wouldn't. Which was like, I'm like, they're kind of cheating because I have to do it this way, so mine is harder. And that was my mentality as a third grader. <laughs> Big <man. laughs> They kind of cheat in that kind of life. I'm gonna snitch on. I'm gonna talk to the mods. <laughs> talk to the mods. <laughs> and like music eventually led me to joining um, theater in 7th grade theater because yeah, theater was an interest of mine that really came out of nowhere yeah for me personally because like I had like no interest in musicals for a long time because I was used to like musicals I think at the time, I was used to, like, really bad musicals. Because, like, an example of a bad musical is you're waiting for the song to be over so that the plot can continue. That's, like, the word. Yeah. And I was used to those kinds. Because it'd be, like, really bad kids' movies. And so, like, it's not that I... It's, like... I hate to make a reference here, but it's not that I hated them. I just didn't like them. I just didn't like musicals. Um... Austin, if you don't... Yeah. 
Gavin, in case you didn't know, that was a reference to a musical. Ah, I see. <laughs> Called oh, no. the guy who didn't like musicals. Didn't like, didn't like, didn't like a lot. Yes, and so, um, one day I just hear, like, had like no interest and then like one day like two years ago they're like oh hey they're gonna make a spongebob musical I was like, oh i wonder what that's gonna be like so i checked it out and i was like oh hey there's a rabbit hole over here and i have not looked back since i have like a musicals playlist on spotify it's funny because i don't a lot of people separate their music by genre i don't do that i don't do that i just put like all the songs i like in one playlist so I currently have a playlist that has like every musical song that I've added and it's currently sitting at 12 hours and 7 minutes. Oh my gosh. 7 minutes? Really? Yeah, 12 hours and 7 minutes. I don't even know how many songs are in there. It's not the same, but it's a lot. Of them. <laughs> oh, it's a bus. I, I don't yeah. even, like, it's, it's, it's so strange, you know, it's so strange. Like, just to, see, you don't think about this kind of stuff when you're a kid, because you couldn't grasp it, but it's so, like, crazy how these things just affect you so much growing up. Like, even the most minuscule things. Yeah, like... Subtle things too. Like I was looking back on like a bunch of advertisements from like when oh. I was little, and those things were suggestive. Like they were like, buy this, but don't buy this. But ask your parents to buy this so they can buy it, but don't be happy about it. And I was just sitting there all confused because I'm like, what does that even mean, dude? All I don't, I have not seen toy commercials in a while because I don't think anybody watches television anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, I was I, like, I did that same thing. Like, I got in my recommended on YouTube. It was like 2,000 kids toy commercials, and I watched it, and I had such a nostalgia trip. It was like the Fuji. That commercial was like so blatant. Like, I I understood the technology immediately, which is like it's a clear ball that has a metal ball inside of it to make it look like the ball is never rotating because it's always reflecting the same things. And so it's literally just like sleight of hand tricks to make it look like it's floating in the air. I think I have yeah. one of those in my house, actually. <laughs> because my uncle got it for me for whatever reason. I don't know I how you old said, I was. I thought, you, I thought you said my uncle died. And was, like, <laughs> <laughs> died for whatever reason. He died yeah, he for this machine. <laughs> I don't know why, but he just did. passed away, and um, this ball showed up on my desk. <laughs> and then I realized it was my uncle, and we went on many great adventures. The great thing was because he ordered now, he got the instructional DVD, which includes over twenty minutes of Fushigi tricks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I have a word. I have a really weird question, but did like inspirational speakers ever go to like your elementary school? Kind of. Uh, kind really? of. One time, this person from no. one time, these two people from Duke Energy came to our school. And oh no, that's oh, what I was God. thinking of. I Open hate the that. Blue flame. Yes, 
The blue superhero dude. Open your Open eyes, your be eyes. resource wise. I hated that they changed it. I hated that they changed it. It used to be open your eyes, be energy wise. And then they changed it to resource. It was energy wise. Yeah. And then they changed it to resource. Because, like, since everything runs on fossil fuels, we have to be more aware of their resources, even though the energy companies are the ones that use them, technically. Like, they made a really big emphasis on like natural gases and stuff. It's like, please, guys, stop okay. using electricity. We're gonna die. Become Amish. <laughs> These darn newfangled inventions using electricity. That could actually help reduce. I just realized, like, if they randomly select, if, like, everyone that like. They just like randomly selected like half of the population's social security numbers and made them all be like sent them all to a remote place where they had to be Amish. We could probably lower like our carbon consumption or all that. I mean, that's probably true. They had like a whole thing, and it was like a yo-yo show. <gasps> and after I that, know him. They would sell yo-yos. I and know I him. Didn't have enough money for a yo-yo, so I just bought the instructional disc. <laughs> Why was the instructional disc less than the actual yo-yo? Because I don't even know. It was like a mini disc. Dude, he went to my school, and I remember him. Like yo-yos were like the big thing. For like the rest of the year, like everybody had one. It was so yeah. weird. And the thing is, in middle school, I went to a pretty nice middle school for like two years. And the one year that I didn't go, fucking Drake Bell from Drake and John <laughs> was the motivational speaker. Hello, guys. And I was it like, me who? From Drake Bell from Josh and Drake. <laughs> I have come to your middle Like, school. I was actually really jealous because he was also the voice of Spider-Man at the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Like, he was the voice of Spider-Man and everyone was like, oh my gosh, Drake and Josh. And I was like, Spider-Man. We'll meet again, Spider-Man. Because <laughs> that was the one that I, like, watched when I was, like, a little bit older. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a cartoon on Disney XD. On Disney XD, it was Disney. <laughs> that too, like Disney XD, was a really weird thing. I just realized, what does the XD even stand for? Is it supposed to be like that texting thing where it looks like they're laughing, or just? I think I so. Think so. Cause it's like they made a spinoff or something, or like a side channel. It's Disney LOL, I think. I thought that was like their app or something. Maybe it's what it was, I don't know, but it's like the derivative. I know for a fact they have like spin-off channels that are like oh, I don't even know. I always thought But Disney XD I always I feel like they just got stuck with it. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it right now. Disney Channel I always thought Disney Channel sitcoms were so stupid. Amen. Yep. 
I watched them though. People were like, "You haven't seen Good Luck Charlie," and I'd be like, "Why would I?" Why? <laughs> yeah. Yo, that ending though. That ending. How does it end? Do they die or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, they all end happily. Oh, what did you expect? I don't know. One time, my friend tried to convince me in sixth grade that at the ending of Friends, they all get in a taxi and die. <laughs> For some reason, it was like, "Yeah, dude, they all like leave that apartment and they get in a taxi and it crashes and they all die." It's like, what the heck? I mean, but like, have you guys ever seen How I Met uh, Your Mother? Yeah, I don't understand what the blue trombone was about. Granted, it's the only episode of How I Met Your the Mother Blue I've French ever seen, story. but... <laughs> it's pretty much just a running gag. Anyways, um, the ending was trash, not... no cap. Yeah, I think it's kind of... it's the only episode of the show I ever saw, but I think it's just kind of weird that the whole show is about, like, the story of how him and this lady get hitched, and, like, it just ends with him going to propose to another woman now that she's dead. Oh yeah, cause she died. <laughs> oh, by the way, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. Spoiler alert. For the three people listening to this right now, spoilers. Wait, can we go back to the motivational speaker thing? Cause I have like one question, which was like, yeah, why do they always? Okay. What is up with like the ending of every youth rally trying to be like that one scene from a Kendrick Brothers movie? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's like for the last 15 minutes, like you think the sermon's about to end, and then you know the and then the keyboard guy comes out, and you're like, "All right, we got 15 minutes left." And he just like oh starts playing those chords on the synthesizer, and then sometimes if there's two people with keyboards, they get someone playing the piano. He's like, "If you truly believe tonight." If you truly believe, I want you to come forward. It's so it's like strange to me because, like, they all just blend together into like every single, like, big like youth church event. We went to we went to one youth rally, and that's what they did for the ending of every single meeting. Yeah, that was that was honestly draining. It was re- it's just it was just really surreal. It was like it was so like so strange experience that like exact like method three times in a row yeah i feel like after a certain point like things just become cliche like the horror movie character being dumb or you know oh my i have no idea where this interest came from like as from like when i was a kid but like Uh uh-huh recently i've started getting into horror but like not horror movies because the thing i've learned is that like most horror movies suck like thriller movies yeah i like yeah okay i like atmospheric horror Mm, like my favorite 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 genre of horror is this thing called analog horror and I think you saw I, I posted two shorts on my Instagram which utilize analog horror which is basically at off in the tank engine uh, shut on Instagram okay <laughs> but like essentially what it boils down is that you're using like the format of like a VHS and like the static and the grain to tell a story cause like yeah if you think about it like 
isn't there wasn't there like something like mildly like didn't you, when you were a little kid you would watch a VHS and like the movie ends and like it's just the blue screen and the stop and static doesn't that feel a little bit creepy like those little seconds it feels a little creepy because a lot of the times I would watch those movies in the dark yes it's like capitalizing on that and like this like just like the innate dude my I think my uh, one of my uh, there are two guys that are absolutely my favorites there's local 58 which poses as a public broadcasting it poses like a public local public television network that keeps getting hacked and playing like these really creepy like propaganda and this guy called Splimpus McGrimpus who has single-handedly like made Five Nights at Freddy's scary again because like he because like they don't use jump scares they just use the fear of getting jump scared and that's so much worse The fear that something is gonna happen is sometimes like, way worse. Because instead it's suspense more than actual like Yeah, because instead of instead of um instead of like just one quick massive jolt, it's just one really long jolt that just gradually like like, just gradually keeps getting worse. Because like yeah. I think it's worse. Because like the, the way it's like I think I think it's worse to just be like mildly co- uncomfortable to the point where you can't ignore it and then getting like punched once yeah. is I think is like the philosophy behind this because these guys don't use jump scares and it's so effective and I think my favorite local 58 short is like the, the, the they supposedly like the channel supposedly gets hacked and they start playing this like American propaganda video from the 1970s and it says like the worst has come to pass America has failed to defeat her greatest enemy and it essentially boils down to it's an American propaganda video telling American citizens that they will not despite losing the war they won't let themselves lose as strange as that sounds so like it's essentially telling everybody Kill yourself as the last yes the, it's like the, as the last act as american freedom even though we lost the war we won't let them take our freedom it's like it's like it's like access to a firearm is ideal take care of children and pets first remember the victory position front lawn face up feet together access to a firearm is ideal uh local law enforcement have been tasked with assuring that everyone will comply this message will repeat until there are none to read it. Sheesh. It's so, like, crazy. And the thing is, like, you could totally believe that being something that got leaked. Yeah. Because, like, American yeah, American sure. patriotism is, like, so much different. I learned this recently. Like, the way that America, like, is, like, patriotic is so much more different than, like, other countries. And like almost more obsessed, it comes off as more obsessed than other countries. So like that is something like I could totally yeah. believe that would be leaked from the seventies. And like what's even crazier in that video is that you have they put up an apology card. They're like, sorry, like we accidentally played some broadcasting that was actually a hoax. But then the screen fizzles out again, and you see 
fake apology card, which means that the apology was a hoax too. That yeah. they wanted to play that, and it's just like those like like that was already creepy. Like the fact that there was a whole video that like everyone needed to kill itself, but now you're telling me that they didn't actually mean to apologize and they wanted me to see that. I feel like a major American patriotism is like nationalism, basically. Yeah. Like really. From what I understand, yeah. other countries. Do any of you like have heard of like the the turtle from like the fifties? The turtle? No, like the, the, there was a turtle, basically, like a cartoon turtle. I think so. That would like every time like there was like an alarm for like a nuclear warhead, there would be like, all right, be like the turtle and go under. Yes, your yes, that's exactly Stay- like uh yeah. There were Vietnam. I think there was Vietnam. I think it was either the Cold War or like Vietnam era. Yeah. No, because Vietnam was the 80s, right? Or was that the 50s? Vietnam was like 67. Okay, so it was around that time. Yeah. It was around that time that they produced like educational videos that they would um, play in schools. That it was essentially like that, like the three F's where people would essentially like if the alarm went off that indicated that they were getting air raided, which was enemy planes going into basically a civilian area and dropping bombs. What they had to do, which was essentially like get under their desks. It's essentially what you would do if I think if there was an earthquake, which is you get under your desk and you put your hands behind your neck and you crouch down. What's crazy is like none of that has changed throughout all these years. Like they still teach us to do stuff like that. Like stop dropping roll uh-huh. or mm-hmm. like um, if you see something, say something. Like was bullying, the whole thing was bullying. That's true. Which is like really weird because like things that were not important are now important but it's still sort of the same things things change but they like i think what always happened i think kind of what's happening is that like things don't seem to change but the way they presented are yeah yeah i feel like they switch places mm-hmm. yeah, i mean it's I mean, it's strange, like, you know, we've only, I think all of us have only really been alive, like, you know, like, 16, 17, 18 years. It's just, like, strange to think that, like, how much has changed. Yeah. Because we were around for the invention of smartphones, weren't we? Then again, we watch movies on VHS. Yeah. We were born right around on the tail end of VHS, and I actually, I'm really glad for that, because I actually really like, it's like, retro technology is just, like, charming to me. That's why I bought, yeah. like, an alarm clock from, like, the 80s at, like, a garage sale. Yeah, but we're not, like, some people, not to be, like, or elitist or mean, but, like, some people are like, oh my gosh, I love, like, this one Polaroid, and I'm like, oh, cool. I don't think I was born in the wrong generation. I think yeah, like I no. think it would have been fun to grow up in the eighties, but if I were going to do that, I would not want to have knowledge of the present. Right. I thought you were gonna say be, I thought you were gonna say be Hispanic first. <laughs> oh no. No, if I oh shoot, yeah, cause racism. Like that's the one thing. Yeah. <laughs> um like Cause like now that like cause like if I went to go back and live in the eighties right now, it would kind of like it would be cool for like the first week, but then I'd like realize like shoot, I don't have my phone. 
Yeah. Then again, I'd probably try to like memorize a bunch of like historical events and like lottery numbers, and then go back. Oh, that too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Or no, what you do is you just you invent the stuff that hasn't been invented yet, and you just make me yeah. become a millionaire. You predict the yeah. Smash roster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that gets you more money than like Bitcoin. Oh shoot! Invest in Bitcoin as soon as it gets. Oh shoot. Yeah, no, I... Invest in, like, stock in Tesla or something. Before Corona. Shoot, like, stock up on toilet paper 30 years before Corona. <laughs> corona sucked, man, because... Corona sucks, man. You wanna know what, like, yeah. one of the biggest, like, first world problems sucked about Corona? Nobody celebrated 420. Oh, man. This was a yeah. once in an ever thing that was like, what? It was like once, because like, it was going to be, at f- it was going to be 420 for a whole month. So like on the day, it would have been, down the time it would have been 420 on 420 in the fourth month of 2020. And there are four twenties in that sentence. This is a once in a life. Like this is like one. This is like something that was never. Why did I think you said twenty fours in that? I don't... It was like something 24. that was like only ever gonna happen once, and like everyone just collectively forgot about it. Yeah. Quick question. None of us have done drugs, right? No, no. not to my knowledge. My lawyer advises me <laughs> to say no. <laughs> the law requires me to say no. Under the laws of North Carolina, under chapter Jonathan, 3. Jonathan, I will say this. <laughs> um, I will say this. I have not knowingly ingested it. If I have been drugged, I would have no way of knowing. Knowingly no. <laughs> ingested it. I was not consenting at the time. <laughs> I am not. No, I remember, like, when I spray my bag, they had to give me, like, painkillers. And I could not feel a thing for a while. I've always wanted to, like, completely turn off my nervous system so I couldn't feel anything and then, like, jump off of something really high to get out of school. <laughs> I mean, you still have the damage, though. Yeah, but I wouldn't Yeah, you'd have it. to, like... I'd wear a helmet. I'm pretty sure you'd still die because of, like, blood loss or internal... Not if I call them... No, I call 911 beforehand. So they're already so they're already at the bottom. Yeah, so they're already <laughs> in their way. Jump off, wear a helmet, break your legs, and then I'm get out of school. I'm pretty sure that still wouldn't like stop the fact that you'd be like internally bleeding with like 97 broken. What's legs? the problem with internal bleeding? But with a helmet, internal bleeding's fine. That's where the blood is supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, you can't argue with that. I mean, he's not wrong. I used to think that there, like, were no veins, that I was just, like... Sloshing around. <laughs> Sloshing around, basically. He's bleeding out. You just make an incision and start pouring it back in. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a little bucket, and he just, like, pours it into, like, an ice Who needs bag nine years of medical school, and you can just dump the blood right there. <laughs> Did y'all hear about the one guy from Nigeria that completed, like, eight surgeries, and then he got, like, found out for being a fake doctor? Oh, yeah. They were successful surgeries. Yeah, but it's still illegal to impersonate a doctor, right? 
Yeah. Isn't there an episode of Drake and Josh where he pretends to be a doctor and then it's like, you know, it's illegal, right? And then he like jumps out of a window <laughs> to. Yeah. Oh, I remember that episode. <laughs> I've I've recently like committed a very big crime. Oh, which one? Uh, I downloaded TikTok. Oh, uh, well. If you have Zoom, you're basically owned by the Chinese government. You know? If you have both, already off the, uh, off the bat. Anyways, what's it called? <laughs> I've been like getting a lot of like political stuff on there. What? <laughs> when did TikTok know, turn like, political? I've seen. I don't know. Like, I'm just like scrolling, and there's this one where it's like women's oppression, and like this guy's making a joke about it, and like someone's like, "That's not funny," and then someone else is like, "Look for the gummy bear album, November 13th." <laughs> like, there's always like those people that diffuse the situation. Oh, bro, like, that's I had no idea because like the biggest amount of like political whatever I've ever seen on TikTok, and I don't even go on TikTok. Or I was somebody I watched like reaction channels every now and then mm-hmm. and he was some yeah. guy who was like talking about like all like the racist tiktoks that were on there a while ago because for some reason like a bunch of people they were, like you know that one meme where it's like so and so is making this or it's like or it's like how to make this and it's just like cups of water with labels on them that say like charming or oh, handsome yeah, or yeah, funny yeah, so it was like so it was, like, it was like two white people and they're like god making n-words and like they just like start saying like all of this like racist stuff on the thing and it's like oh it's watermelon oh it makes poor decisions oh robs people has no dad and then like oh i think she ended up getting like upset because she lost her scholarship or something and i was like oh that's- that is like the risk you like even if it was ironic even if you were being that's- like that's- even if you were being ironic. You're still not making it clear, and you're saying like very like things that actual racist would say. Yeah. There's no like division. Yeah, like you can't. I think at a certain point, it's like it's not even like you're getting you're hitting like way too close at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, like yeah. The thing is, like, comedy is so so weird because. You can't say that jokes. I, I, I'm probably I don't know. It's, it's strange. It's like it's like should we ever draw a line as what people should say? Because you have all those people, you know, you know, like you have people who say jokes, or it's like. Uh, it's a you know like people take boomer humor comics and then they write over them so they say stupid stuff so it's like a guy talking to his friend or something and it's like uh I got rid of my dishwasher and replaced it with my wife you know jokes like that and then people are like that's not funny and I'm like I have to say like okay first of all that's offensive not her saying that, like the joke. In, in reference to the joke, like, yes, that joke is offensive. Yes, it's probably not like right for him to say that. But you can't say it's not funny because to someone it is. 
I think when it comes yeah. to saying jokes, you should always be prepared to explain it. Yeah. I feel like you have make you, jokes for the sake of making jokes, but not you have to be willing to explain them. your joke. Because like I've had a lot of people like they've had like this is an actual tactic that people use in the workplace, and I think it's very smart. Where if like people are saying something straight up, people call it the thing is they call it Schrodinger's douchebag. <laughs> Which it, <laughs> heard you've it. heard of this? Okay, so it's like yes, it's like they pretend whether or not what they were saying was a joke depending on whether or not people get offended yeah and uh what is it, what is it? so there's that and then like a lot, I heard like whenever like I think I think it was like I don't even know what it was it was like a lady's advice thing that was on my Instagram timeline like what is this and like the whole thing was about um, if like people say like misogynistic things to you and then try to play it off as jokes, have them like straight up just explain it. Because like, <sighs> I think there's a straight up line between like actually making a joke that's funny and just straight up saying like, "haha, women die." Yeah. You know. Yeah. The sad thing is, we like we all know someone like that. Like whether it be from like school or like work or in your neighborhood, like someone that just makes a joke and like whether it goes good or bad, says that they meant it or not. I think. Yeah. Also, it's like it's so strange to me that when people pin and hold comedy against somebody, like something they said in a comedy special, and it's like. Was, I forget who said this, but it was a comedian. It's like, how are you going to hold a comedian accountable for a joke they made? They're joking. Right. They're, they don't mean it, you know? It's for the sake of entertainment. Yeah, it's like, you wouldn't... You wouldn't try and... Like, that's... Okay, trying to cancel a comedian for a joke they made is literally like trying to cancel an actor because they played a Nazi in a movie. It's, it, it's like the whole Joji uh, Filthy Frank situation. It's just like... Oh, yeah. That's that's kind of... Oh, yeah. First of all, how do you not know? But also, it's still a joke, regardless yeah. of... Because, I mean, he did, like, the whole Joji thing to, like, get away from that. Right. Because that's not what he wanted to do anymore. I heard that, like, it was A, he was, like, he didn't feel like doing it anymore, and also B, that, like, his doctor... I advised him yeah because apparently like doing like the filthy frank voice like so often and so much is straight up like damaging his voice and i think it was like, chest area yeah, chest area. yeah. That makes sense, though. it's crazy i mean he's not doing too bad for us like an artist He's doing really more well. like yeah. He's doing a lot better than like I expected. Honestly. That is like the one thing that scares like, me because you know I'm in, I want to get into. I have this okay. I I don't even know where, but I vividly daydream, like very vividly, and very often than not, I'll picture something and remember something that like makes me cringe, and so I audibly respond to that. Like if I'm ever by myself and I just start making like noises. If I remember in public and I'm just like staring off in the distance and I just make a noise like, oh, 
And then I like had to like look around me just like, oh shoot, I'm in public and I just made a gross ass <laughs> I've done that before. But it's it's just because you know, I'm I hate talking like this because I sound like I sound like a little kid who's like, I'm gonna be a famous actor one day, you know. And I understand that's not yeah. how it works, but like I yeah. want to go into the film industry. I wanna make films. I mean, so do I. I wanna act Yeah, so it's like I think like, the whole thing actually wants to be successful. Yeah, so it's like the whole thing is that like the thing is inevitably if you are successful in that industry, you will become famous. And yeah. so like, yeah, like my true. biggest like, I don't even know why do you this this happens in movies and I don't understand why. It's like and it's like one of the biggest things that scares me when it comes to like writing characters is for some reason if you make any character part of a group whether that's religious whether that's racial or whether that's like sexual like their sexual preference sexual preferences and or like chosen gender mm-hmm. as soon as you make a character part of like one of those groups or more people assume that character just represents the entirety of that group yeah it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, like I can kind of understand if you make like the only black character in your movie the bad guy. Like, I could understand maybe some concern there, but it's also like it's so strange. Like, it's like why? Where did you get the assumption that like? He represents everybody. Like, oh, that's a, that. I, I heard. I, I've never seen a single Charlie's Angel movie in my life. But apparently, like that oh. was a problem that everybody had with the new one that came out. Was that it was just like every single guy character in the movie sucked. Like, was a bad person for literally like no reason. And it's so strange to me. Yeah. It's like. And then like the movie doesn't do well financially and it's like it's like oh that's because men don't want to support female-led action movies and i'm just like why would i pay money to go see a movie where you're just belittling me for the entire thing it's like it's like if i made a movie and the whole movie was just like three guys who were mildly drunk going around las vegas and like all of the women in the movie were like stupid and or slutty would you go watch that like would you pay to go see a movie that I don't know depends on the plot (laughs) (laughs) I've seen some pretty weird stuff for the plot it's like why would you go pay money to see a film that's literally just there to say that like you are terrible because you are this that you did not have any choice in being born as yeah yeah I mean modern day feminism is weird modern day feminism is weird that's a whole other can of worms we gotta yeah, yeah. You know, actually, actually I have I have been thinking of like bringing in like well we have you know there's three of us so I, I was thinking of like bringing in three girls and we'll have just having an episode that's just discussing what we think the opposite gender struggles with. 
never mind. What is no, it actually? So I, I like actually like try to like be considerate. Like you know, I I, I, I don't know. I guess there's no other way to put it, but I, I actively try to understand females, you know, because I know that we think different, and it's like, I'm always like, hmm, I wonder. So, like, one of the things, like, wait, hold on. No, I'm sorry, this doesn't apply. I was wrong. <laughs> I made that whole setup for nothing. I was, I was wait, thinking what? of something else. Oh, whoops. <sighs> yeah. It's exciting. So, have y'all seen Parasite? No. I've not. I want to, though. So, I was watching it the other day. I heard it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's, like, amazing. Yo. But... Have you guys seen Joker? Yeah. I actually haven't yet. Like, really? I basically, yeah, no, okay. I basically I don't know, know why. what goes on. I don't like... know why. All right. Because it's not, I don't, I don't know why this is, but that movie, like, for some reason, just connected with me. So, oh, well, I sh- really should. <laughs> okay, maybe it's not a good, wise idea to say a movie about a man, about an evil man. Who goes on a starts like a murderous rampage <laughs> like three, that I could connect with, but like <laughs> I don't know why, but I have not been that emotionally invested in a story in so long. When I saw Joker, like dude, it was so weird. I had not been that like actively participating in the viewing of a movie in so long. Because more often than not, when I watch a movie, it's like, you just kick back and let it play. But, like, dude, I was so invested in it. It was, like, such a... It was such a... It was an, ex- it was, it was, it was an experience, like, no other. For me, personally. But it's, like, I don't... It was a really good movie. And it's so strange, because it's literally just, like, one guy. And if you boil down the plot, like, dude, not a lot happens. But it, like, it was so strange. Because on paper, it doesn't seem like it'd be a, a cinematic masterpiece. And honestly, I don't even know if it is, because um, I haven't seen it in a while. You know, like, maybe, like, that rewatch through a more critical view. But it was such a strange movie. And, like, it was, it was a good one the f- two times I've seen it. Yeah. Alright, well... I think we're coming up on our mark here, so I guess we're gonna yeah, sign off. Bad. Does anyone have any last words to say to the audience? Um, don't do drugs. Uh, ignore everything that Gavin says. Oh. All right, everybody. It is currently eleven nineteen, so I am going to go use the bathroom. Have a wonderful morning, evening, and or night. Bye. All right. Goodbye.